This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Current jackpot of the Mega Millions. Oh, yeah. Down in the United States. It's at $1.35 billion. <sighs> it is possible for one person to win $1.35 billion U.S. Okay, so I was I heard this the other day, and it absolutely blew my mind. The difference between a million dollars and a billion dollars. Let's say it's not a dollar right now. Let's say a million seconds. How long is a million seconds? What would you guess? Just take a shot in the dark. It's hard to guess, but just take a guess. A million seconds. How long is it in years? How long is it a year? It's eleven days. Let me tell you, a it's million a, seconds is only eleven days. How many? Da- how long is a, a billion seconds? Uh. 100 years. 32 years, okay. Now you, I hate when people do that because it ruins my point. But seriously, 11 days if, with a million seconds versus 32, 32 years, years with, with a billion seconds. So just yeah. think of how much more money a billion dollars is than a million. It's, I can't even picture it. It's hard to wrap your head around yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's mind-boggling. Can you imagine you get that news? You just won $1.35 billion. Now Giant you, coronary, cardiac arrest, <laughs> exactly. dead. Won the lottery and <laughs> yeah. died the next day. <laughs> you do have to pay tax on it down in the U.S. So you're only... <laughs> you're probably still getting close to a billion Canadian if you pay tax on yeah. $1.35 billion U.S. I, I know my mom's down in Florida. Mama Taz got the call yesterday. I said, go to the gas station tomorrow morning, <laughs> and you make sure you buy a ticket, write my name on it, yes, and send me the picture, so I know you're With not serial number. I know you're not stealing my 1.35 billion <laughs> if I win, mom. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that could be a a very a very interesting weekend for somebody if they have the lucky ticket there. The Taz and Jim podcast. Egg prices. Ridiculous right now. What did you pay for a dozen eggs, Jim, this week? Uh, I think it was seven ninety nine, but this was for free range or free run. I couldn't tell you the difference between the two, but they're expensive. <laughs> the More price. expensive than just like uh, the price is the ones. difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what the difference between free free range and free run are both more the more expensive ones, but there's something yeah. different between range and run, and I I couldn't tell you what it is, but faster chickens. <laughs> <laughs> so we're asking because we're not experts on this. We're asking uh, any people who work in the poultry industry to let us know. Brennan on the phone. Are you an egg farmer, Brennan? No, just agricultural. Uh, it's mostly due to uh, the bird flu going around, so they have to bump up their security. And their health stuff, so that's why the prices are going up. Okay, so yeah, okay, so supply went down. A bunch of how many bird? Like how bad was it? It's not. It's not terrible. Like it's not spreading around. It's just the. That's the reason why it's up is because it's not spreading around. They have to precautionary measures. Like, hmm. Yeah, like nobody's allowed on farm that's not supposed to be working there, and that's not. Yeah, the thing is, like, if you cu- if you leave a chicken farm with a little bit of feces on your boot, it could transfer right to another farm or something. Yeah, exactly. That's why they ask you when you cross the border if you've visited a farm in the last yeah, couple yeah. of weeks. And by the way, if you say no, they can never prove you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like you would ever say yes. Is there an end in sight from what you've heard? Uh, I don't know. Once flu season's over, I guess. When is, is bird flu season <laughs> the same as human flu season? Huh. <laughs> I'd imagine so. Like I said, I'm not a I'm not a chicken farmer, so they okay. might have more insight. I just I've heard from it that uh, yeah, it's 
just a bird flu that's happening in areas. Well, thanks for the call. Let's uh, go to this one here. Uh, who's this? Uh, it's Wild Bill. Wild Bill, are you in the poultry game? Uh, well, we had um, like a small personal chicken operation. There's like 30 chickens and selling eggs on the side and stuff, you know what I mean? Sure, oh, yeah, side farm hustle. fresh eggs, side of the road, love it. Yeah, and all, I got, all I'd like to say is with what Jim was saying about the record profits and uh, the cost of farming going up, what we really got to do is stay away from these big box stores. Like, you can't ask the superstore to save you money. They're trying to get record profits. That's all they're into, and that's that's their that's their total MO. So how do you approach a farmer? Like, I know a lot of farmers will sell beef right off their ranch or whatever, those eggs, but it's not that easy to... Do you have know, to worry if you're buying, like, we just heard from this other guy talking about the, the bird flu. Do you have to worry about that kind of stuff if you're buying directly from a farmer on the side of the road? Well, yeah, it opens up a whole, a whole bunch of kettle of fish, but... Um, they are, are you be, selling fish, too? <laughs> <laughs> um, they should be, uh, you know, having a veterinarian come in and uh, looking at things, uh, making sure everyone's healthy. Okay. You know what? Now, yeah. If, if you can so get I'm, eggs on the side of the road for four bucks instead of eight bucks, eh, what's a little bird flu? <laughs> I'm not a bird. <laughs> I'll take I'll take the risk. <laughs> I'd say meat especially, like, you know, everybody wants to buy a single chicken breast for that night, but um, buying a half a cow, you know you're going to eat the whole thing. It's just a question of storing it for the meantime. Truly. It's time to get a uh, deep freezer in your basement if you don't have one, it sounds like. But, yeah, we got to do as much as we can to eliminate these big box stores because... Their job is to profit, and they're great at it. We're talking about egg prices. They're getting out of control, and uh, the cause behind it. We heard the bird flu, but Tyler just sent us a message. Ugh, increase is not due to the bird flu. It's a real concern within the industry, but the production increase is because of feed and fuel, feed increasing due to commodity prices and farmers' expenses being up. We've got, was it Tom the egg farmer? Is that you? Yeah. Tom, the yeah. egg farmer, is here. Is that more accurate, Tom? Is it the production costs, the reason uh, for egg prices going up? Oh, yeah. Price of feed's gone up 40% in the last year. Uh, price to put up a barn has gone up 100% in the last year. If you take a million-dollar uh, loan out to buy a farmer, whatever, if the interest rates go up, you're taking a huge hit, right? Oh, that's a big cost, too. We built a barn two years ago. It cost a million dollars. If we built the same barn this year, it'd be over two. Wild. Um, uh, do you feel like you're getting enough from the uh, from the big uh, grocery stores? Because you see the prices are up way more in the grocery stores than the production costs uh, are up for no. you guys. <laughs> no, we're around ninety $1.90 a dozen. Uh, that's before we pay income tax on it. And so, what were you last year this time for a dozen eggs? Uh, we've had about a 20, 20 cent increase in over the year. So it's not like it's doubled for, for you guys. Hmm, but the price of eggs in the store is basically Interesting. doubled. We, we've had about a 10% increase in the, uh, what we get paid for eggs All over right. the last year. You're, you're still getting by though, right? Yeah. Never ask a farmer that. It's never a good We're year. We're getting by, but it could be better. People, <laughs> too used to getting, people are too used to getting eggs at uh, cost 
grocery stores use it as a lost leader forever. Yeah. Oh, really? Interesting. Do you do you uh, sell eggs on the side of the road as well to supplement nope. your income? Nope. No? Uh, we're not supposed to. As a larger production system, we're not supposed to do that. And then with biosecurity, we can't. You can't have people tromping in and out of your farm. Yeah. It's I do love people who do sell food. those eggs on the side of the road because they always have way too many. Like my sister did for a while. Yeah. They, their kids, it was kind of like their job. They'd pick the eggs. Like the thing. lemonade So stand, anytime yeah. I would show up, he'd be yep. like, please take two dozen yeah, eggs. Yeah, I got to give a shout out to my wife's uncle, Jerry. He's got a nice chicken coop in his yard. He lives just uh, on the mountain, Hamilton, and, and he's got tons of eggs for us every time we go to his house. They just never stop pooping them out every day. <laughs> I don't think technically, every day. I don't think technically they're pooping them out. Tom? <laughs> well, they're, they're coming out of the same spot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty darn close. I saw what I saw. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Uh, we've got one more call here. Sam, what did you want to say? Hey, guys. I just wanted to do a little plug. You guys were talking about trying to find local produce, beef, eggs, etc. Yeah. And uh, Jim will know a little town called Ethel. I don't even know if it's a town. But there is a woman that grew up there started a website called Smart Locavore. Okay. And basically it connects a buyer with a farm locally that will sell you that food. Oh, cool. What was the website name again? Smart Locavore. Smart Locavore. Like you're not a carnivore, you're a locavore, meaning you only eat locally sourced food. Her name's Stacey Bowles, and she's a boss lady who sort of started to connect people with food locally. I love it. Thank you for making us aware of that. Yeah, no problem. You got the website pulled up there, Jim? Typing away? Yeah, it's a pretty good website, actually. Let me see. Free range eggs. I paid $7.99 at the grocery store. $5 here for a dozen. Okay. Thamesford. Ooh, $3.25 in Tiviotdale. Bit of a drive to the listable area. <laughs> May not come out on top, but if you're in that area right now, you're well, good. There's an option for you. We'll post the link to that website if you want to buy local and support lo- support local farmers. Uh, we'll post all the details for that website on the Taz and Jim Facebook page. Why don't you try and find another little jingle there instead of that peacock? It's really annoying. And I'm getting sick of listening to it. Get rid of that peacock. You want to see your peacock? Cock, cock. Cocoon. I want to see your peacock. Cock, cock. Your peacock. You want to see your peacock? Cock, cock. I want to see your peacock. Cock, cock. Your peacock. Cock, cock. Here he is, our sports guy on the Taz and Jim Show, Devin Peacock, joins us. Uh, Dev, let's talk soccer. Ronaldo signed with a team in Saudi Arabia just after the World Cup. Looks like that's where he's going to finish his career and cha-ching, <laughs> <laughs> make bank. Another superstar was offered a, a big contract to go play in the Middle East. Yeah, so the team that is the crosstown rival of Ronaldo's team has made Lionel Messi an offer where they would pay him $350 million a year Holy just to cow. come. Messi, the pride of Argentina, his team won the World Cup this past uh, month. He currently plays for PSG in Paris, and this is his contract's up at the end of the season. Uh, and he, he kind of is in the twilight of his career as well, isn't he's he? He's 35, so Ronaldo's a couple years older than he, he is. Ronaldo is 37, Messi's 35, still performing at a very high level. He has turned Saudi Arabia down, <laughs> which... 
Yeah. I mean, it's easy to do that when you already are worth half a billion dollars. So it's like money in the, you know, it's not as tempting. But can you imagine having so much money already that you can say no to three, <laughs> what, 350 million a year? Yeah, it's not, not total, a year. <laughs> now, here's the thing. We talked about this when, when Ronaldo happened. Like, Saudi Arabia has different cultural standards than Paris, France. You know what I mean? It's a different lifestyle. Is it worth it to live that conservative lifestyle for a year for three? Now that I'm saying it out loud, for 350 million. <laughs> yeah. God, I can't even you pretend can have I all the money in the world, and I'd still like to have 350 yeah, million more. But here's I, I the get thing. by standing by your morals or, you know, making a making a political point or even as an athlete you want to go to the best league you have it you should have a standard for that's the point i think that's really the the key here like i don't know i I don't think this is about morals and i'm not saying anything about messi either way on that he's still at the top of his game ronaldo is clearly he's taken a step back so he is in saudi arabia not because of the money but because no other team wanted him. Lionel Messi is in a different situation where other teams want him. MLS was after him. There's a lot of teams, I think, around the world who would want him. It's just that there's a team in Saudi Arabia that wants to build themselves up, and they have a lot of money at their disposal. And he's still 35 years old. He has signed a tourism agreement with Saudi Arabia previously. It's going to pay him a lot of money. So he's going to get a lot of more money still. It's just... He could probably get three hundred fifty million from these guys in three years if he's that you know that hard up for three hundred fifty million dollars. <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting to see in ten years how many sports enterprises Saudi Arabia and area owns because I mean Live Golf they're in the conversation with the WWE they got Ronaldo Messi I mean what's what's the world of sports going to look like twenty years from now? They own my favorite uh, soccer team Newcastle United. Oh, yeah. uh, so they bought them. I mean, but they they also own. Uh, parts of Uber, parts of Twitter. Uh, uh, Twitter. They own parts of uh, uh, Nintendo. If you want to buy tickets, Live Nation. Parts of Disney. Like they uh, have own parts of almost everything in the world at this point. Just not Lionel Messi. <laughs> not yet. The Taz and Jim Podcast. It is Friday here, and be careful out there because it is Friday the 13th. We've been mentioning that through the show. Almost forgot to play. This is a tradition. We we got this uh, years ago. This is one of our favorite celebrity guest IDs. It's Friday the 13th. My name is Kane Hodder. You may know me better as Jason. You're listening to Taz and Jim on FM 96. Keep listening, or I'll kill you. That guy was awesome. He was an incredible dude. Just a, a man's man. Oh, yeah. Big old dude. He's the, he's one of the guys who played Jason Voorhees in the Friday the 13th movies. We need to get him back mm-hmm. on the show so we can update that and say you're listening to Taz and Jim on FM 96 and Y108. And he'll kill you too, and Hamilton. I'll, yeah, <laughs> Hamilton, I will kill you just as quickly <laughs> as I will kill any camper in London. <laughs> uh, we got a call here. Go ahead. Taz, uh, you forgot to mention Port Dover today. I just listened to you. It's about Friday the 13th, and you forgot to mention Port Dover. No way. You guys aren't heading to Dover on the bikes today, are you? Oh, yeah. Hardcore. Who's this, Terry? Yes, sir. Well, what's going on, buddy? I'm not doing excellent. What about you? You going to be out on the streets of Dover today? Why, yes, sir. <laughs> Are you expecting a lot of people, though? Like, realistically, obviously the summer, it's bumping, but in the winter, how big does it get? Well, it's not really that 
obviously it's a bit smaller. They're not closing any roads or anything, I heard. I don't know how true that's going to be until I get there. Yeah. But all in all, uh, it'll be smaller. But It'll be smaller, but probably bigger than most January, Friday the 13th, because the weather's been so mild. This might be a dumb question. Do motorcycles have winter tires? Only if you put chains on them. (laughs) You put what? Put chains on them. Chains. Gotcha. No, I'm only kidding. Put some chains. Yeah, I'd I'd be nervous. (laughs) Yeah. Driving around with... uh, there's not With too much two snow wheels. out there. But. I know, but it's below freezing. Yeah. Just you be careful know. and watch out for motorcycles if you're in a car and you're uh, on the route to Port Dover. Thanks, Terry. You be safe, okay, okay, pal? Take care. Have a nice Happy weekend, Friday boys. the 13th. Oh, my The King, Elvis Presley, duetting with his daughter, Lisa Marie, and this is a shock. She was just at the Golden Globes a couple nights ago, but Lisa Marie Presley had a heart attack and died at the hospital yesterday. Hmm. Her mother, Priscilla Presley, who was married to Elvis, says... It's with a heavy heart that I must share the devastating news that my beautiful daughter, Lisa Marie, has left us. She was the most passionate, strong, and loving woman I've ever known. We ask for privacy as we try to deal with this profound loss. She would have been 55 years old next month. Elvis was 42 when he died, which is three years younger than I am. (laughs) I'm surprised by that. Yeah. Are you? Oh, yeah. I just always thought... he looked. He was in pretty rough shape when he died. Yeah, compared to what he looked like when he was like thirty. Yeah, it was a. Do big... I look older than Elvis when he died? Do you think? Um, I don't know. It's hard when you look back in time. Everybody looks older because well, they lived lived rougher lives too. Like and everybody was smoking and stuff like that. But they also like I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the haircuts or the clothes or something because they something about it makes them look older. No matter what generation, they always look older. Yeah. That was a heart attack that got him, too, right? Yeah. I think. On the toilet. Yeah. Terrible way to go. Um, the uh, here I've got the clip here. This is Austin Butler, who played Lisa Marie's dad, Elvis, in the, uh, in the movie. And he won Best Actor on Tuesday night at the Golden Globes. They showed... Uh, Priscilla and Lisa Marie in the audience while he was thanking them on stage. I also want to thank the Presley family. Thank you for opening your hearts, your memories, your home to me. Lisa Marie, Priscilla, I love you forever. I'm sorry, is this guy still in character? I, I, I told you, he didn't talk like Elvis until he did the movie, and I he swear, still talks like thank Elvis. Thank you for everything you did. Oh. <laughs> and when I say thank you, I mean, I love you very much. <laughs> Man, you never know, huh? Uh, Lisa Marie uh, famously married Nicolas Cage. She also married Michael Jackson back in the day. So she's got a type. (laughs) Psychos. (laughs) Weird dudes. Uh, She also married two other guys. She is survived by uh, some of her kids, Riley Keough, another child. You may know her. She's an actress. Another child, uh, uh, Benjamin, took his own life back in July 2020. Um, She struggled with grief over his death. Her last Instagram post was on National Grief Awareness Day. 
uh, about losing her son. She has battled with drug addiction in the past, but yeah, man, seeing her on screen Tuesday night, she looked fine. And that's how quickly it can happen. Enjoy every day. Rest in peace, Lisa Marie Presley. The Taz and Jim Podcast. COVID, pandemic starts, people start adapting. They work from from home instead of coming into the office. A lot of people saying, I'm way more productive. I'm getting more work done than ever working from home. Other people saw it as an opportunity to hump the dog, as they say. And uh, and do as little as possible while tricking their employers into thinking they're getting work done. Uh, it uh, turns out that some employers saw this coming, and they were actually keeping an eye on employees, Jim. Yes, with a certain software. This is pretty common, actually. A lot of people have this software on their computer. If it's like a... A work computer. A work laptop they sent you home with. Yeah. And if you're working in an office, often those computers at the office will also have a monitor. And basically, I think it's motion tracking of the mouse most of the time. Actually, I was at my buddy's place watching the World Cup like just a month ago, early December, and it was the middle of the day. He had to go to uh, something like right after the game, so he hopped in the shower. He's supposed to be working. He's like, hey, man, can you just like move my mouse every couple minutes? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I got it. And then I watched the game. I completely forgot. And he comes out of the shower, and he's like, he noticed that I hadn't moved the mouse because I don't know if he got a warning or something. Yeah. He's like, hey, you didn't move the thing. I was like, oh. Sorry, bud. Sorry, I got you I fired. Be, I bet big on England. Sorry, dude. I got distracted. <laughs> Can you move my mouse around for me? You tie it to a Roomba. Oh, or, or your I've dog. Heard of an oscillating fan. So that, you know, the fan that just moves back and forth slowly. Yeah. You put like a popsicle stick on that and it just moves the mouse back and forth. <laughs> this lady in BC should have thought of that because this is an interesting precedent that has been set. A BC tr- tribunal orders woman to repay employer for, quote, time theft while working from home. So She's a time thief. <laughs> this accountant now has to pay her former employer more than $2,600 after tracking software showed she engaged in time theft. So uh, the wo- and it's not the employer who started this. It's actually the woman made a claim of $5,000 to cover unpaid wages and severance pay, arguing that she had been fired without cause last March. But the employer submitted a counterclaim with evidence showing a 50-hour discrepancy between her timesheets that she actively recorded and the activity on her computer that they were monitoring. And that was enough evidence for the courts to say, you know what, the employer is right in this situation. You did overassess your time spent working. And And if she had just kept her mouth shut... She wouldn't owe them anything. Yeah. Still out of a job because she was stealing from the company, yeah. technically. Now, in, in her defense, like, because I don't know the whole story here, but, you know, you could be working from home and being on, on a phone call yeah. for a half an hour with a client where you're not actually at your phone or actually your sitting computer. at your computer. Or, you, you know... Using it, a calculator if you're an accountant? Uh, you know, a little side <laughs> calculator? Yeah. If you're not just going Google Calculator and you're using your desktop for it? I don't know. Like, I like the idea of working from home, but it's it, as an employer, I understand the frustration absolutely because you can't monitor them. The, the software monitoring thing is the only tool you have, essentially. Yeah. Unless you do a Zoom call, right? A Zoom call every 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or like, yeah, we see when people, they'll be like, oh, yeah, sorry, I'm on a call. I'll be there in 15 minutes. It's like quickly... Do their hair, whatever. The camera turns on. All you see is an oscillating fan with a string tied to the mouse. <laughs> it's a time thief. I knew it. The Taz and Jim Podcast.